Hey, welcome to Season 2 of Shift Forward. This is Coach Rai once again. Today, I'm actually very excited because um, I'm going to be introducing my new co-host. I've known this guy for over 15 years now, um, but I only realized that he was as passionate about productivity as myself. And just like me, he's also a coach, but he's actually an internal coach for one of the um, multinational banks or international banks in the country. And he coaches aspiring leaders. And so I'd like to introduce my co-host, Anton. Anton, go ahead and maybe give us something more about yourself. Give us a quick intro about yourself. Hello. Good day. I'm Anton Gonzalez. I've been working for over 20 years now and working with um, several companies, including multinational as well as local. I've been... With my current position, I've been doing uh, um, professional coaching internally, um, dealing with aspiring leaders and newly promoted leaders in terms of um, managing people and then managing productivity, essentially how to manage the operations. And I've been passionate about coaching since uh, this only does not tackle work-related aspect, but also personal aspects. For, for me, this is good in terms of developing myself and he, able to develop others as well. So it's a win-win situation that makes it more natural for me to do this on top of my daily work and daily routine. All right, yeah. So I approached Anton about this a couple of weeks ago, and uh, you know, right off the bat, he said yes. Um, he was really excited about it, and again, you know, the passion for productivity and also for developing others is really there in Anton. That's why we decided to have this. Some of the topics that we'll be covering, uh, as discussed with Anton, will be you know, much about productivity. It will be you know, routines, habits. Um, other tools that you know we might be using or we can recommend our techniques did did, did I leave anything out Anton? Yeah, basically that's it except for just being mindful of how much work or how much activity we can do in a given specific given time or specific period because um, the misconception about time management is essentially someone managing time but at the end of the day whether or not we manage time the time will tick but the work or the activities within a specific time is very important in terms of how we manage them because sometimes we try to squeeze in a lot of activities within a very short period of time and then at the end of the day we feel that we have not accomplished anything but because we were not focusing on one activity that we need to prioritize and then at the same time trying to do multitasking because of what the, the things that we need to accomplish as soon as possible rather than focusing on one activity first so that we're able to complete it or be more productive by having hope putting in the energy will be completed as soon as we can. 
Yeah, yeah. I totally love that. I mean, so it's not just uh, the what you can do to be more productive or the other, you know, but it's also actually limiting yourself also and being mindful of what you can deliver. So thanks for that, Anton. Um, we'll probably cover that in more detail soon. Um, another thing that we will be doing, um, I just realized, is that we we will actually we're actually planning to interview other folks, um, get their thoughts as well on productivity. And one thing that I want to talk about right now, straight off the bat, and it's very timely, is um, remote work or work from home. Um, Anton, what are your thoughts about remote from home? Are you pro or against it? Um, I know we have to do it. You know, I think some some companies have to do it. But what are your uh, thoughts about remote work? I actually like about work from home or remote work because um, this gives people ability in terms of managing their day-to-day activities. Uh, I mean, given that people are dealing two to three hours a day, a day of their time, just uh, managing traffic. And then when they come to work, they're already tired and then feeling burnt out. And um, there was some um, one saying that um, I was I was talking to someone um, in, in my current work. And then he said that it's more difficult right now to go to work than doing your actual work in the office. So it's essentially <laughs> the burden of going to work just for you to be to be available is too much right now for the workforce. And if we're having people coming into the office and they are, they're already burned out, imagine the amount or the, the level of quality of work that we're getting from them. Similar to how we produce an output whenever we're rest or whenever we're burdened, or whenever we feel free or flexible. So it's work from home or remote work is a good option, but you have to have some structure for you to be able to meet or get the proper output or the productivity requirement that you're getting from someone because it's not a straightforward that work from home people will tend to think about it as something like freedom like uh, any anything that i can do in the office i can also do from home again it's going to be um, dependent or varying in, in terms of um, mm-hmm. your role in the organization because um, still the most um, effective way when talking to people or um, having alignment, having um, critical decisions mm-hmm. is still the face-to-face meeting. But there are activities where you can have, you can use the communication tools like uh, mm-hmm. chat or the web conference. Uh, the right. Skype video con- conference, the mm-hmm. and then the other tools which right. can work if you're doing a work from home. But it, you have to have a clear understanding on on the role first, and then the things that will need to be delivered for someone who's working from home. Yeah, I totally. Get, I mean, you really need that structure to to get this in in you know to get this rolling in the right way. Um, I think uh, I, I've I've 
I've been with leaders who tried to implement it just just off the bat, you know, just you know, they just want to try it out and they they did it without a lot of um planning or strategizing, without much structure and it it really backfired on them. So, uh, talking about that, um, you know, siguro I guess Anton for for you what would be the first thing to keep in mind if you were a manager and you were going to, um, you know, implement this for uh, your work, for your team? Yeah, if, if you're a manager, um, for me, it has, to, uh, it has to start with your mindset. Okay, yep. You have to have that mindset that if you're a result-driven or output-driven manager, your team member should have clear understanding of the output or the result that you want from them, whether it's a, on a daily basis or a weekly mm-hmm. basis. It should be clear between it should be cleared between the manager and the team member, because that's very critical. So that at the end of the day, whether you work from home, you work in the office, what is expected from you is clear between. Um, the manager and the uh, the team member. Yeah. Second is the- uh, before that. I, thought, I, th- yep. I think you know. I, I just wanna reiterate on that, right? The 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 mindset of you know making sure that the results are clear for you and for your team members. I think uh, the important thing there to note is that, especially since you will not be you know you will not be seeing them. Uh, eight hours a day or seeing what they're doing um, you have to have that um, at least uh, understanding of what you want to get out of each day or out of the task that you you've assigned to the person because um, you don't know what they're doing uh, you and you cannot you know it's impossible to know what they're doing every hour so it's important that the results are um, clear for both of you so go ahead with point two Yes, um, I'd like to add uh, sure. another point there sure. because um, now managers are output-driven or result-oriented managers. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have in our workplace, fair or not, uh, managers who are the micromanagers, <laughs> meaning they just want to be on top of things, whether you're doing something within your scope of work or you're doing something that's outside of outside of your scope of work. Um, for example, um, CSR activities within the organization wherein someone is very enthusiastic in terms of participation, but some managers would like to tape it, that off because it affects productivity. You have to realize not all the time your team members are do- like or will productive doing be your work or the their task their normal task that's why you have to find the right balance wherein they're doing some bau or business issues while related activities and then they're doing the non-bau activities because people would like to have some development within their scope of work and then outside of their scope of work so it has to be clear on you as a manager let's say you have a newly onboarded team member 
who's um, just two months in and still doing training, is he or she ready to or equipped enough to go on uh, remote or the work from home um, setup? What if someone is going to have a lot of questions? How do you address that? Again, it's how we manage or find balance between using the communication tools as well as having this um, clear understanding of what deliverables or what specific mm -hmm. output are expected from them. Because right. um, you have to set something straight from that. What is the goal? What is, is it something like on a daily basis output or is it something like on a weekly basis output? And then they, they manage on their the time of the day on in terms of how they'll be able to come up with those output right yeah yep totally agree what was your second point sorry i cut you off earlier yeah my second point is let's say you you already set the goal with your team members and it is clear between you as the manager and then the team members so as the team manager, how do you monitor if those goals are being achieved accordingly? It's like, how do you monitor within the middle of the day? For example, you, you expect um, one team member to be able to complete, to process 20 files um, with the day, but midday, do you have a monitoring process wherein you'll be able to say that, okay, this team member is on track versus this team member is not on track? Because you do, you wouldn't want to be hearing something like a missed deadline or a missed target at the end of the day and you're unable to manage um, the stakeholders because it's too late for them. So how, do you, how are you able to proactively address the stakeholders, meaning the ones that are going to be impacted by the missed output or the missed um, deadline by your team members. Um, because um, you are, as a manager, you are accountable for, for the team members. I mean, your team members are responsible for their work. But at the end of the day, you, you are the manager. You are accountable for the, 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 the results of your yeah the the buck stops with you yep. uh, as said. yes exactly so so i like that i i like you were saying you know uh like what you were saying with although we we've discussed the results that we want there needs to be a way for you to be monitoring their progress as well and i think that's something that you um also discuss with them on how you will monitor so they also know how you're doing it and i also like your second point in that it has to be in such a way or at the time that you are not, uh, you, you can still do something about it in case something is wrong or something goes amiss. So I like that because sometimes with, with remote work, especially um, if we, we just um, focus on the end of day, sometimes that is a little too late if things got messed up and you know our, our stakeholders won't like that. Yes, yes, because you, didn't, you wouldn't want to be talking or calling your stakeholders wherein it's already at the end of the shift or at the end of their day telling them okay we missed x amount of files or transactions for today but right on their end they cannot do anything about it and then it might 
impact, it might have a financial impact or worse, a regulatory impact. So this that's that's going to be bad on their on their eyes, and then it's going to be bad on on the the reputation of you as a leader, as a manager, and then for your team as well. Right. Yeah. I think I also need to add add something like um, the organizational culture with regard to the work from home setup because I know a lot of um, multinationals, um, for example, in Australia, they have a um, flexible working setup like people will be able to do work from home uh, for two days, two days a week. So again, if um, the work or the remote work or the re- work from home setup is aligned within the organizational policies or organizational culture, then you have to be mindful about because in the Philippines, um, all the local companies do not are are apprehensive about um, work from home because Filipinos tend to be more productive when someone is looking at them or managing at them. But because it might be because of perception, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I I would think that's perception. But okay, <laughs> but still, <laughs> you're right. What if they're you're not? Right. Um, you're not you seeing know. them and they're performing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but but you're you're very correct there. I think you know, with with what's going on right now with COVID and everything, and Filipinos are forced, or, or com- Filipino companies are forced to start doing this. It's gonna be interesting how uh, what will happen with remote work if it will stick, right? Um, because like you said, historically. People have been um, Filipino companies, local companies have been pretty reluctant to do, um, uh, you know, to have work from home arrangements. In fact, I have worked in multinational companies who have who had apprehensions with that kind of setup, um, you know, and uh, even if the our U.S. counterparts or other countries con- counterparts from other countries had those setups, we it just was not. Um, something that uh, management here were um, comfortable with so it will be interesting how we will integrate that into our culture (laughs) yeah and um, you also have to know specific activities wherein it can be done remotely and not within the office premises but how are you able to manage also the other activities wherein you need to have um, customer-facing or the client-facing activities, um, like the the ones in the ones who are working in um, real estate real estate sales. Mm, so okay. yeah, of course they they won't be able to to do work from home, similar to the relationship managers for several, uh, or the banks, for the local and multinational right. banks. They have to be there face-to-face. But uh, sales like, um, online sales, like the, the ones who, that are selling um, stuff or selling 
insurance policies wherein they can just use their phone, use their um, communication tools to call their client. So, Mm-hmm. But both of them are sales um, have, have revenue targets. So those are the things that um, one should be mindful like what is the nature of our work or what's the nature of um, the activities that we do with um, pertaining to our work. <laughs> yeah. are, we, are we able to do our work better mm-hmm. if we are facing our client or meeting our customers face-to-face or yeah. it, it has no impact so mm-hmm. we can do it at home. Yep. No, I, I like that. I think I like that the, 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 the fact that, you know, we can't just do a blanket statement that, hey, everybody works from home. No, we have to look at each role and even if they're similar, we actually have to find out their responsibilities, right, and how the work gets done because not everybody will be able to do this. Some work needs a face-to-face with clients, right? Um, and that's important. That's because you can't have one person saying, hey, why does he get to work from home and I, do- I don't? Why does she get to, you know, do the, her work from home and I have to be in the office or what, what have you? Um, each role has to be uh, reviewed and, you know, um and assess if it is possible to do it f- remotely yes exactly i'm um, good that you mentioned that someone might ask why is he able to work from home and i'm not able to work from home <laughs> yeah. so it's essentially within the organization um the parameter should be clear within the within the organization within the members of um a team or a department that why are we doing remote work or work from home? Um, because you don't want to create a negative converse, conversation within the workplace, like they're nitpicking or they're just selective in terms of work from home, which is co- causing an unfair um, mindset among are among um, team members or within the workplace. That's why they're not selected from work from home because my manager is not close to me. But um, <laughs> within the organization, it should be clear why are we doing this? What's the purpose for you to not to have any, any negative com- conversation or anything that's being um, sp- talked about like the office grapevine yeah <laughs> because if it if this is not positioned properly if the parameters are not set why are we doing this then um it's just going to cause some cause some negative vibe within the workplace which is just which is it will start as a very small noise or uh-huh. and then if not managed accordingly it's just going to create dissatisfaction negative feeling towards one another which mm-hmm. as a manager you don't want to be happening within the within the ranks right yeah definitely um so you want to uh, start off the this transition well or at least this um set up well um because if you don't like you said 
um, it the, the issue will, will not go away. It will slowly creep in in you. Um, yeah. Um, any last tip or last uh, tip for anybody who wants to get started with uh, remote work? Yeah. For work from home, this is a very... Look, look at this as something of a tool rather than as an a tool or an option wherein it will provide workforce or workplace flexibility for your team members as well as for the work required because work from home can also be a tool for business continuity management wherein if your office space has been com compromised, let's say um, someone was infected with a virus uh, within the workplace and the workplace has been compromised. But if everyone was within that workplace or the work, the, the, the office location, then it's compromised and the work will be delivered for, for, for that day. But imagine a work from home, uh, work from home um, staff or team member. Um, rather than producing zero output, you're still able to produce some output, not the output that um, is expected from you, but at least you're able to produce something rather than nothing. Mm. Because right. it used to be the, the, I don't know if five years or ten years ago, which seems to be long time ago work from was only <laughs> was only for business continuity management for any pandemic scenario right, or yeah. any calamities that philippines we have 20 typhoons in a given year and people might are not able to come to work at, at least there's option of work from home that they'll be able to work yeah. um, instead of them being um forced emergency leave or forced vacation leave but work from home is there so that um, it gives them an op op option for business continuity but for here for for the modern times or nowadays um it's being looked by managers who have um the growth mindset as as something more of productivity tool in they're able to identify the people who are who are responsible and and be able to produce work or what the work or the output that is expected from them within or outside the office premises so it managing operations it's essential it's very challenging and you have to deal with the Hardiness, the absences, and then the people who who has this um, challenges coming to work because of um, traffic. So you have to have, as a manager, you have to have um, the mindset that whether or not they're in the office, they're able to to provide the work needed or produce the result um, needed from them. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I like that. I mean, I think 
even before you know like you mentioned be it's been part of business continuity management bcp business continuity planning right yeah um that was only the discussion and right now it's actually um this is actually what's happening um but unfortunately because some companies did not even plan for a work from home um you know setup um now they're kind of paying the price right they're looking for laptops for their employees they're now now they're asking if their employees have good connection at home rather than having done that uh, five years ago and you're right um you know just just to add to that i think um from my experience from you know especially these days work from home or the ability to to have that flexibility um is actually a, a advantage for a lot of companies in the sense that it is a added sort of a benefit uh, or at least some some employees see that as a benefit that they're able to do that and so you know it 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 has been a good advantage or yeah comp- competitive I guess, yeah, competitive advantage against other companies who do not have work from home setups. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good that you mentioned about the word about benefit because the employees at the so it it makes their current work more appealing to them mm-hmm. rather than them applying um, to another without a work from home option. Yes. And then... What we won't see is it's also a benefit company. Um, the the workplace or the cost of workplace that you save because your employees are not 100% employees are working within the office premises. <laughs> the community plan that you get out of that, those are forgotten but have to take that into account because it's it is a benefit for, for the company yeah and then as well as the benefit of easing traffic it's easing traffic and easing um the the commute process because if one employee is working from home it's one less employee bringing car to the office or one em- less employee trying to get a bus ride or trying to get a train ride. Yeah. So imagine if it's a hundred or a thousand, imagine uh, the impact on that in terms of um, the commuting mm-hmm. and then at the same time that um, the traffic right. less on um, so benefit for also for the employer or the organization. It's also a benefit to the community. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely agree with that. You know, uh, just to share a, a story, I had a team, some team members who were actually, who had uh, two hour commutes uh, one way, uh, going to the office and going back home. And when I came in, I you know, I implemented that work from home setup. Um, it was, you know, it was available for them. Um, there were just some days that I would ask them to please come to the office because we had those uh, face-to-face meetings. Um, but when we started implementing that, the beauty actually was that, you know, they 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 ended up working beyond the eight hours. And when I asked them why they were doing that, they were said, you know, um, we saved so much time from all the traffic. We might as well, you know, so that, that's why we're just going ahead and working you know those 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 are so um i i don't 
you know, for me, it was just their way of uh, thanking uh, management because of what we kind of uh, helped them with. And for me, I, I wasn't really expecting that. So that was just a, a good surprise. But um, it really boosted the morale of people because, you mm-hmm. know, traffic was a killer for them. It was just draining them day in and day out. When they got home, their time with the family was compromised. And when we when we did this, it was just uh, good for them, good for the work, and it was good for their families as well. So uh, I, I, I stand by, you know, how remote work can be beneficial for um, them and as well as the community. Yep. I agree with you on that. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, just a last step on that, on, on remote work uh, for me is to have, um, we, we talked about the monitoring and, you know, the, having that discussion. But I think another thing that I just want to make sure is have set up a way that, um, to, to have regular conversations. Where as a manager, it's one on one with each team member. Doesn't have to be daily. Don't make it daily. It will feel weird to do it daily. But apart from the one-on-ones, also have those conversations with the team. So have a maybe a group chat or something because um, remote work, what it does, it, it kind of isolates people. So you want to make sure that they, they still feel that community or that team feeling. Um, so that, that, that those kinds of setups in, in terms of um, conver- you know, communication channels, like you mentioned, just be clear on that, that you, have those, you still have those one-on-ones. Um, and you still have that that group chat or team chat um, because that's really helpful in terms of keeping the team feel uh, coming along. Yeah. Um, for for us, um, wrap things up. Um, work from home or the mode should be looked at by any organization who's trying to build a productive working environment within the workplace. Um, one, they have to have a specific purpose or goal when they don't go the work from home route. Um, they should be able to provide transparency within the organization or everyone within the organization on why they are going to implement or do work from home or remote work. And then another point is the ones or people who are going to work from home should know specifically what's expected from them. What are their deliverables? When are they going to deliver these outputs or deliverables? Is it within the day or within the, the week? And then at the same time, the manager should have um, visibility in terms of monitoring the progress of the people um, having the um, doing the remote work. And then there should always be constant communication within the manager or and then the team member because at the end of the day, um, whether or not you're working from from home or working within the office, you should feel that you're still part of the team. Become it is something that should be managed or should should be guided by the team matters that everyone should be 
collaborating with one another um having this um team atmosphere rather than the me atmosphere i'm um, belonging to someone especially with the the younger workforce right now or the ones that we call millennials they want to have this sense of belongingness so even if someone is working from home you have to identify ways on how to still have that team camaraderie um, building a team and at the same time still meeting those um, business objectives or work-related objectives that are expected from from you as manager and then from your team members how are you able to to deliver these um, outputs or the results for you to be able to maximize the productivity from every team member that you have yeah well well, well said i mean i think um i just want to kind of uh shout out as well you know for for the companies who are doing this this is as good time as any to actually start implementing the work from home yeah given the current situation with the covid19 the coronavirus and for the employees um if your company is starting this journey my suggestion or my request is to make the best out of it do your best work at this time also because um you know, this is the time to show people that, hey, we can get work done with this remote from work or a remote work or work from home policy. And if you can show them that, who knows, maybe this can continue for you. This can keep the workplace fle- flexible for you. So make the most out of it. Uh, yeah, uh, that, that, that would be my, uh, my advice to everybody who will have this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have to, to add. Um, for those companies who has not triggered the work from home capability right now, I mean, it's not too late. Um, I do think of measures for you after the this COVID-19 virus. Try to think of ways wherein you can trigger uh, an option for your remote from work because you've clearly seen the benefits or the disadvantages of not having a, a work from home capability but moving forward what are your options or what are the things that um you can piggyback or put put someone on a work from home basis for you to be able to one to still have productivity in cases of um pandemic scenarios two as a backup um a backup or as an option in case your office premises have been compromised whether it's a flood whether it's a pandemic scenario or some some threat that's um we haven't been identified the threat that has yet been identified so it's an opportunity for leaders to think of work from home an option wherein it will provide business continuity at the same time flexibility for employees to be able to work from home and still be productive and rather have rather than going to the office and Mm -hmm. having the burden of the two-hour traffic rush and then coming into the office very weary and unable to focus because they're already tired and burnt out yeah 
Yep. And, you know, this will definitely not be the last time we'll talk about remote work because that's, uh, personally, that's something I'm very passionate about. Like, like given my story earlier, that's really something I feel um, something that we, you know, we can implement in the workplace and really be helpful for everybody. So, um, I, but for now, we'll, uh, we'll wrap up this, um, this first episode of season two. Um, again, Anton, welcome to the team and, um, We'll talk to everybody soon. Yep. Thank you, Ryan. And so far, so good. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>